You're listening to The Message from the Hillsborough United Methodist Church, our weekly sermon broadcast available for working around the home, your commute, or wherever God calls you to listen. En el Domingo de Todos los Santos, nos detenemos uh, para recordar y honrar uh, a los miembros de nuestra congregación que murier, murieron el año pasado. Nos nombramos, guardamos sus recuerdos cerca, damos gracias por sus vidas. Nos reunimos en la presencia de Dios y nombramos a nuestros amados muertos. Nuestro dolor a menudo sale a la superficie en este día. Esta es nuestra gente, nuestra familia, nuestros amigos, nuestros compañeros espirituales. Los hemos conocido a los hemos amado. Ha sido conocido por ellos y amado por ellos. Nuestras vidas fueron marcadas por ellos y sus vidas fueron marcadas por nosotros. Oh, brothers and sisters, on this All Saints Sunday, we pause to remember and to honor those members of our congregation who have died in the last year. We name them, we hold their memories close. We give thanks for the gift of their lives. We gather in the presence of God with one another to name our beloved dead, and our grief often rises to the surface on these days. Because these are our people. This is our family. These are our friends. These are our spiritual companions along the way. We have known them and loved them. We have been known by them and loved by them. Our lives were marked by them, and their lives were marked by us. Jesus had been told that his friend Lazarus was very sick. But by the time that Jesus arrived at Lazarus' home, Lazarus has already died. Mary is anguished at the death of her brother, and she's weeping, and she finds and confronts Jesus. If you had been here, Lord, he wouldn't have had to die. And Jesus sees Mary's deep grief. He sees her tears, her anger, and Jesus is distressed. Because his friend Mary and her sister Martha are hurting. These are Jesus' people. These are his friends, people he's known for years, maybe for most of his life. People in whom he has confided, people with whom he has shared meals, people with whom he has inside jokes and shared memories. He weeps with Mary and Martha when they weep. Their pain is a pain that Jesus also experiences. Jesus' grief is an empathetic grief with his friends. A Jesús le han dicho que su amigo Lázaro está muy enfermo. Pero cuando Jesús llega a la casa de Lázaro, Lázaro está muerto. María, angustiada por la muerte de su hermano, 
llora y se enfrenta a Jesús. Si tan solo habrías estado aquí. Jesús ve el profundo dolor de María, sus lágrimas y su ira. Y Jesús está angustiado. angustiado. Su amiga Mary está sufriendo. También su hermana Marta. Esta es la gente de Jesús, sus amigos. Gente que ha conocido durante años, tal vez la mayor de parte de su vida. Personas en, la, en las que ha confiado. Con quienes compartió comidas. Con quienes tuvo bromas internas y compartió recuerdos. Llora con María y Marta cuando lloran. Su dolor es un dolor que él también experimenta. El dolor de Jesús es un dolor empático con sus amigas María y Marta. Hoy nombramos a nuestros amados muertos porque, incluso si no los conocíamos bien, o incluso, o incluso nos los conocíamos, son parte de la congregación con la que vivimos. Y aquellos esta entre nosotros que los conocíamos mejor, que eran amigos cercanos y familiares, son parte de nuestra comunidad. Son nuestros compañeros espirituales. Los que hoy se sienten a nuestro lado con lágrimas en los ojos son nuestro pueblo. Lloramos cuando lloran. Su dolor es un dolor que compartimos. We name our beloved dead this day, even if we didn't know them well or even if we didn't know them at all, because they are part of the congregation with whom we live. And those among us who knew them better, who were close friends and family members, are a part of our community. They are our spiritual companions. Those who sit beside us today with tears in their eyes or who sit at home weeping, they're our people. And we weep when they weep. Their pain is a pain that we share. Pero, por supuesto, Jesús no solo está en de duelo con María y Marta. Está de luto por la muerte de su amigo. En una escena notable, Jesús está de pie ante la tumba, la tumba de Lázaro y llora. Jesús llora, aunque en pocos minutos llamará a Lázaro de la sombra del sepulcro, el, el sepulcro y la luz de la vida. El Señor de la vida, el alfa y la omega. El vero a través del cual es, se hace toda la vida. Llora a la tumba de su amiga, amigo. Porque el dolor es siempre una opuesta justa y santa a la muerte. Si Jesús se siente movido a llorar por la muerte de su amigo, deberíamos ver que el dolor en este momento y en nuestras propias experiencias y expresiones de dolor es santo. El dolor es poderoso, un regalo de Dios que puede traer corazón. Nunca debemos ocultar nuestro dolor, nuestras lágrimas. No es necesario que los de, uh, descartemos, los menospreciemos, o nos... I should really read the longer words ahead of time. Avergüecemos de ellos. Está en nuestra gente. Incluso mientras nos aferramos 
a la esperanza de la vida después de la muerte, podemos sentir dolor. La muerte es dolorosa y el dolor es una respuesta adecuada. Jesús llora en la tumba de su amigo. Nosotros también. We know, of course, that Jesus is not just grieving with Mary and Martha. He is grieving himself the death of his own friend. In this remarkable scene, Jesus stands at Lazarus' tomb and weeps. Even though, in just a few moments, he's going to call Lazarus out of the shadow of the tomb and into the light of life. The Lord of life, the Alpha and the Omega, the word through whom all life is made, weeps at his friend's tomb. Because grief is always a right and holy response to death. If Jesus is moved to tears by his friend's death, we should see that grief in this moment and in our own experiences and expressions of grief, that this is holy ground. Grief is powerful. It is a gift of God that can bring healing. We need never to hide our grief, our pain, our tears. We need not dismiss them or belittle them or be embarrassed by them. These are our people. These are our people. And even as we hold on to hope for life after death, we can grieve. Death is painful, and grief is always a proper response. Jesus weeps at the tomb of his friend, so may we. We're back in the sanctuary today for the first time in 86 Sundays. Not all of us are here, but there are a good number of us who are. And I hope that those of you who are comfortable doing so will get to be here in the next few weeks because it is good to be together. It is such a gift. We know that God is everywhere. God is in your homes. God has been with us when we've been outdoors. God is with you in the traffic as you're getting to and from work. God is everywhere. But it is also true that sometimes there are places where it's easier to encounter the divine especially when it's a place that is just laden with memories. I love this sanctuary. But, I mean, let's be honest. There's nothing special about it in terms of architecture. And it's lovely, but it's not that different than a lot of other sanctuaries built about the same time frame. It's on nobody's top ten religious buildings that you must visit before you die. But what makes this place sacred, what makes this holy ground, is not the architecture, but the memories that are here. That's what makes this a sacred space, a thin space, as our Celtic sisters and brothers might have called it. It's the memories. Estamos de regreso en el sanctuario hoy, por primera vez en 86 domingos. Lo todos, pero si un buen número de nosotros. ¿Y qué regalo es ese? Porque si bien es cierto que Dios está en todas partes, también es cierto que a veces hay, hay lugares donde nos más, es más fácil encontramos con el lo divino. Especialmente cuando es un lugar cargado de recuerdos. Me encanta este sanctuario 
pero realmente no tiene nada de especial en términos de arquitectura. No está en la lista de uh, los diez principales edificios religiosos de nadie. No se diferencia de muchos otros santuarios construidos de mismo tiempo. Lo que hace que este lugar sea sagrado, un espacio delgado como podrán llamarlo nuestros hermanos celtas, son los recuerdos. Miro alrededor de este lugar y puedo ver en mi mente a algunos de nuestros amados. Sigo mirando aquí en la segunda fila. Mary Ellen se sentó prácticamente todos los domingos de mi tiempo aquí y muchos más antes de eso. Me imagino mirando hacia uh, antes de la sala de chimenea y viendo a uh, mi hermano Dick Gadke sentado con su esposa. Puedo imaginar a Patiana aquí en la primera fila con su sonrisa traviesa. Recuerdo a la sonrisa infantil de Mac brillando sobre la cabeza de todos. Recuerdo a Bobby sentada en la parte de atrás con su equipo, equipo de Mary Mates. Recuerdo a Ron Christman sentado allí cerca del pasillo. Uno de los primeros domingos que seguirían un sermón que deberíamos, de, que deberíamos considerar convertimos en una congregación reconciliadora, Ron me agarró con el brazo mientras pasaba el final de la adoración y me dijo de agradecido que estaba por lo que dije. Este lugar está cargado de recuerdos sagrados, pero es más que un simple recuerdo. Es la nube de testigos, los santos reunidos que nos han precedido. precedido. Brothers and sisters, I look around this room. And I can see in my mind's eye some of those beloved. I keep looking right here on the second row. Where Mary Ellen sat virtually every Sunday of my 10 years here. And for a long time before I got here. I can imagine looking back into the fireside room and seeing Dick and Marjorie on that last pew up against the wall. I can imagine looking over here where Fernando is sitting and seeing Patty Ann with her chair and her big jug of ice water and, and that mischievous grin on her face because she was going to say something inappropriate to me before we left worship that day. I remember meeting Glenn and Esther Chalmers their first Sunday sitting right back there near the stained glass windows and chatting with Glenn about the fact that he spells his name the same way my dad does. And I remember a conversation that Esther and I had, the last one before she died, about the trips that we've both made to Scotland. It's not just those names and faces that I remember every time I'm in this space. I remember my brother Eldon Mills sitting right there on the end of the pew. Often looked like he had some kind of hilarious secret that he might or might not share with me. I always recall Mac's sort of boyish grin up above everybody else's heads shining out there from the pew. 
I remember Bobby sitting in the back with all of her Mary Mates friends that she'd known for decades. I remember Ron Christman sitting also not far from where Eldon did. One of the first Sundays that I suggested in the sermon that we might consider becoming a reconciling congregation. At the end of worship, I was leaving, and Ron reached over and grabbed my arm and pulled me close. And he told me how important and how much it meant to him that I had been willing to say that and call us to that work. This place is laden with sacred memories for each one of us. But it's more than mere recollection. It's the cloud of witnesses. It is the gathered saints who have gone on before us. That is what makes this place holy. La gran luba de testigos no es solo una galería de recuerdos de aquellos a quienes amamos. Los santos de nuestra tradición son una fuerza activa que nos mueve. Estos santos nos inspiran, nos muestran cómo podemos vivir fiel, uh, fielmente y nos señalan a uh, hermanos vivimos que nos rodean y comparten algunos de los mismos dones y la misma fidelidad a nuestros antepasados. Cuando quiera saber cómo es la alegría, pensaré en Patián. Cuando quiera saber cómo es la fidelidad, fidelidad de la familia y la comunidad, pensaré en Dikadki. Cuando quiera saber cómo es la vida vivida en gratitud, pensaré en Esther Chalmers. Cuando quiera saber cómo es la fe humilde, pensaré en Mary Ellen Pence con una aspiradora en, ma en la mano, mientras se siente en la silla de ruedas, cantando canciones de fe y diciéndoles a todos los que escuchan que Dios los ama y que allá estaba muy contento de ser metodista. The great cloud of witnesses is not just this gallery of memories like pictures hung on a wall of those people we love. The saints of our tradition are this active force that moves us, that inspires us, that shows how we can live faithfully, that point us to the living siblings all around us who share some of the same gifts and the same faithfulness of our ancestors. When I know, want to know what joyful faith looks like, I think of my sister, Patty Ann. She had a million reasons to be miserable, and she giggled every time I talked to her. When I want to know what faithfulness to family and community look like, I think of my friend Dick, who kept this building together with duct tape and bailing wire and a whole lot of prayer for so many years. We are still finding interesting wiring. <laughs> when, I, when I want to know what a life lived in gratitude looks like, I will think of conversations with my friend Esther Chalmers. And when I want to know what a humble faith looks like, I will think to the last day of my life of Mary Ellen Pence with a vacuum cleaner in hand as she sat in her wheelchair, cleaning the sanctuary, singing songs of faith, and telling everybody that could listen that God loves them and that she was so glad to be a Methodist. Esta es nuestra gente. Nos han bendecido y continuarán bendecidanos y inspirándonos. Lamentamos este día. Pero no como aquellos sin esperanza. Porque al final de la historia, mientras Jesús está de duelo, de duelo y con, con y por sus amigos, 
saca a Lazaro de la tumba. Recordándonos que en el, es, que en el gran amor de Dios ni, ni siquiera la muerte nos separaba para siempre de nuestros seres queridos. Esta es nuestra gente. Los que están a nuestro lado, los que nos rodean en el santuario y en la línea, los que han muerto y los que los acompañaron en los días, semanas y meses venideros. Estos santos de Dios, estos amigos, familiares y vecinos, estos amados hijos de Dios, este es el cuerpo de Cristo, el amor de Dios en carne, huesos y espíritu. Esta es nuestra gente. Esta es nuestra gente. Y en todos de ellos, Dios está obrando. These are our people. They have blessed us and will continue to bless us and inspire us. We grieve this day, but not as those without hope. We grieve this day, but not as those without hope. Because at the end of this story, while Jesus is still grieving with and for his friends, he calls Lazarus forth from the tomb, reminding us that in God's great love, even death, does not separate us forever from our loved ones. These are our people. The ones next to us, the ones around us in the sanctuary and online, the ones who have died and the ones who will companion us in the days and weeks and months to come. These are our people. These saints of God, these friends and families and neighbors, these beloved children of God, this, brothers and sisters, this is the body of Christ, the love of God in flesh and bone and spirit. These are our people. And in them all, God is at work. Gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message from Hillsborough United Methodist Church. Our senior pastor is Clay Andrew. Our pastor for Las Naciones Hispanic Ministries is Jorge Rodriguez. Our media ministers are Kevin Proctor, Janica Stewart, Perry Hume, Al Dietrich, Christy Proctor, and Dave Rose. Presently, our live stream of services are available at 10 a.m. on the Hillsborough United Methodist Church YouTube page. You can find out more, like us on Facebook, or subscribe to our YouTube at hillsboroughumc.org. Thank you.